Welcome to my Soul Life podcast. This is my playground and I'm your host, Susan Scollin. I believe that we can live a life we love every day. To do this, we have to go on a journey to uncover who we are on every layer so we can live our legacy now. Join me each Monday for conversations about following our soul's calling and embodying what lights us up so we can be even more amazing people. And each Thursday, listen in to the beginner health sessions for simple ways you can up-level your own health. Be inspired. I want to remind you that all the information shared in this podcast is my experience and the experience of my guests. It's not medical or mental health advice, diagnosis or treatment, and I would encourage you to seek professional advice where needed. Today I'm chatting with Tesh Alvaro, and this is a fun and aligned conversation. Tesh is a trauma-informed breathwork practitioner. She reconnects people to the safety of their body and emotions, giving them the tools to listen to their inner knowing and allowing them to heal through the gift of breath. This is a really powerful episode, and if you've ever experienced breathwork, you'll know why. If you haven't experienced breathwork, get in touch with Tesh and gift yourself a session with her. I believe that we can learn something from every experience we have and breath work can really open us up or help us experience peace and calm, whatever you need. I've known Tesh since we were in high school, just yesterday, of course, and it's been great to reconnect with her over the last 10 years or so and see what she's been doing in the world and who she's becoming through her journey. It's a real honor. So enjoy this conversation. And Tesh and I would love to know what resonated with you about this episode. So if it feels aligned to you, come and share with us what you took away from this episode on my website or Instagram. And you can get all Tesh's contact details via the show notes for this episode on my website to susanscollin.com. See you inside. Welcome Tesh to my podcast. It's great to have you here today. So thank you for saying yes and diving in. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. (laughs) So can you tell us what's bringing you the most joy at the moment? Ooh, the most joy at the moment for me is allowing myself to be really present. Mm. And that's really big for me because I have in the past have always lived outside of myself, like either in in the past or in the future. I'm always worrying about what's ahead of me. And it's been really exciting to allow myself to be completely present and in the moment. And I've noticed a huge difference in my productivity, but also my connection with my son as well and that's big yeah that's really big yeah so that's what's making me light up at the moment yeah that's beautiful and if if you're open to it are you able to reflect on why you felt like you were like living in the past or living in the future what was going on for you at that time I think what it boiled down to is I'm a, a a single parent uh, by by choice, and it first came about not long after I had my son, and I was always just conscious of how to be prepared for for the future, and so I was noticing that I was 
worrying about everything ahead of time instead of really allowing myself to embrace being present with my my young son mm. and I was you know, thinking of childcare and then school and how am I going to do this and it just snowballed into the world of overwhelm yeah and so I was always in that state of um high functioning overwhelm if if that yeah if that sounds about right and I know that there's a lot of parents out there that we live in that state. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of parents out there that are in that high-functioning, whether it be overwhelm or anxiety, that they're just they're moving forward but it's like at a pace that's actually out of alignment with them and it's really hard to come back and be present when you're in that space, isn't it? Absolutely, and I have allowed that to happen to me I just got completely snowballed in overwhelm that you cannot think straight Mm. and I forgot to come to come back to myself to come back to my breath and know that I am able to support myself within myself so and and that's it's really powerful that we can do that like we literally can do that yeah. But when you're in that state of overwhelm, you can't see that. Mm. It's just this thick layer of mud in front of you and you're literally trying to scoop through it and so you cannot see it. Mm. So can you tell us what your sort of steps forward were to move, like to stop moving the mud effectively, to just rise above the mud? Absolutely. So... For me, after I had my son, it really dawned on me that I had to look after myself. And if I didn't look after myself, how am I going to look after this infant? And so it started me on my journey of personal development. I started uh, looking, being quite conscious of uh, my food, how I was nourishing my body, I uh, learnt to start meditating. Mm-hmm. And so it was just this on-ball effect. And then I've been doing, gosh, I've been doing personal development now and inner growth for it'll be seven years now. Mm-hmm. And then last year I started on uh, the journey of breathwork and I um, first came about it with a coach of mine and during a couple of our sessions we would do a 30-minute breathwork session and I was just blown away by what I was experiencing yeah. and I really wanted to dive deeper into breathwork So I started to um, outsource finding a breathwork practitioner and it just had such a profound (laughs) effect and experience on me that I really wanted to share what I was experiencing with others Mm. and just 
really just what breastwork can do for you on so many levels of our of our healing process. Yeah. It's very powerful, yeah. isn't it? It is, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And we'll dive into all of that. So I'm excited for you to share all of that. Um, and I've had the experience with through you to to dive into breath work. And interestingly, I learned recently that it's actually um, one of the recommendations through my human design for me to do more breath work, to ah. actually use that as a tool to anchor into myself more. So that was really interesting to kind of have pop up. And I went, oh, I've already been doing this with Tess. Like, this so. is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fascinating. Yeah, it is that's really, really cool. amazing. Yeah. And so you said that you've been doing personal development since your son was born. So around seven years, like, yeah. is your sort of ticker. So you were doing it for six years. You were doing lots of different things in that mm. kind of space. And coming into, like, working with this coach, they brought you into to breath work. And that was like that, was that like a transformative moment for you to go, oh, I've been doing all of this work, but this is where I need to be? Yes. So as much as I have really benefited from a lot of the the coaching containers that I have been involved with, when I stepped into breath work, it, as I said, it had just such a profound effect on me that I was like, so this is what healing is all about. Mm. And especially after the breakdown of my marriage, it, it really came about of consciously healing myself. And as I said, I'd been doing meditation for a number of years and with meditation we're told to always come back to the breath. Now, we, we breathe on a subconscious level. We just automatically do it. So it can be very challenging for a lot of people to come back to your breath when you're breathing anyway. The beautiful thing about breath work is it's a conscious breath. You're consciously aware of this breath pattern that you're doing. Mm. And... What I found so powerful was when I would go into a meditative state. So with a a meditative state, you're you're breathing for up to, it can be up to an hour, an hour and a half of breathing, and you can go into an altered state. And the, the benefits of this is it allows you to, come out of your structured mind and dropping into our body. And it can be difficult at first and I felt so much resistance because we have been taught not to trust our bodies, not to trust our emotions. It's like we've always got to think our way through instead of, well, how do I feel about this situation? Yeah. How do I feel? You, 
what's coming up for me for then me to move forward? We're like, no, no, dismiss your feelings and think your way through. So majority of the human race, we are always in our structural mind, thinking our way through literally everything. And we don't give ourselves the time to stop and connect with ourselves. And this is the beautiful thing about breath work is it allows you to connect with yourself, to connect with your inner knowing. And as cliche as this sounds, you have to feel to heal. Yes. <laughs> right? And it sounds yeah. cliche and saying, but we beget, we can become quite frightened with our emotions because and a lot of people don't want to go there because it's unknown. We don't know what is going to come up to the surface. Mm. And the experiences I have had, I have screamed, I've kicked, I've cried all through and I've laughed all through different breathwork experiences because no session is the same. Yeah. And what I've learned as well is expect the unexpected. Don't come into a session with expectations. You're like, right, this is what's bugging me at the moment. This is what I need to work on. It does not work that way. (laughs) And it surprises people. So that's why I always say um, to my clients, it's just expect the unexpected and it's okay. And my role is to create a safe environment to allow whatever comes up for them and it's okay there's no shame no shame at all allow what's there to be seen and to be heard yeah and it's unique for everybody isn't it absolutely yeah and I think that's probably the biggest shift with this sort of work is the fact that it's the individual that's breathing, like you're there, you're creating the safe space for them, you're guiding them and supporting them so that they know that anything can come up and you're there. But this is coming through them and you can't do that for them. No. So, and this is what's so powerful with breathwork is that. Look, your face just lit up when I said that. I get so excited because, and they go, you know, it's beautiful and I love it when they say thank you. And I'm like, but you did it. Mm. You did the healing. I was there. I just invited you to the breastwork pattern that we're going to be using. I created a safe space for you to be in to support you and know that I'm fully present with you the entire time. Mm. But you did it. Mm. You did it. And that's that's what gets me uh, so emotional and so excited because seeing, just seeing their face afterwards 
is enough for me. And being able to share this gift of breath work just because of what it's done for myself, I can't hang on to this for myself. I need to share. I have to share. It's my soul calling. I need to share this with others. And because then the relationship with yourself changes and the relationship with yourself is the most important relationship that you can ever have because especially women, we're always thinking of, you know, our children. We're thinking of our our partners. We're thinking of our family members, our work colleagues, and we're forgetting it about ourselves. It's, you know, we've been taught as mothers that we've got to put our children and our, you know, our partners first. No. <laughs> I'm going to say absolutely not. Doesn't mean that you don't love them and you want the best for them. But if your cup is not full, then how can you give for others? Mm. It's impossible. Yeah. Absolutely impossible. So you need to fill up your cup so then with the overflow it then trickles down to your partner, trickles down to your 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 children, your family members, your colleagues. And even hearing from my own child who says to me, "Mummy, it's really nice when we don't argue. Mummy, mm. you're happy. And when he is in a state of conflict with whatever emotion, and this is something that I've been teaching my son, that it is absolutely perfect for any emotion to arise in him and I do not shame him for any emotion and I teach him how to, especially if it's anger, how to work through his anger in a safe way so he's not hurting himself, he's not hurting others, and he's not damaging any furniture. He's never been, you know, violent, not at all, but it's just teaching him. And sometimes I'll go past his bedroom and he's got his pillow and he's smashing it on his, you know, his bed. And I'm like, there we go. I'm like, you're right, dude? And he goes... Just letting some anger out, mum. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> Good on him. Right? It's like I'm not seeing toys, you know, get thrown or <laughs> yeah. things like that. So I'm like, okay, it's working. Yeah. And if I'm in, and this is the benefit of breath work, is that it calms our nervous system. It also works with our digestive system. Mm -hmm. It works with our heart rate. It has such profound effects on our health, you would be so surprised. We've all, we all breathe shallow. Every human on this planet breathes just in their lungs, the mm. top part part of our bodies. 
What's interesting, when we're in love and when we're relaxed, we take deep belly breaths. And naturally, we do that naturally. Naturally. Yeah. When we're stressed, nervous, even excited, we breathe shallow. So for the most part of our day, we're shallow breathing. Mm. And then you'll notice people every so often just go, (sighs) they just take a deep breath because they're just (sighs) shallow breathing Mm. all day long. And that's what stress can do, overwhelm can do. It's just, you know, it's, and we let the day start getting to us and our breath gets shorter and shorter yes. throughout the day. Yes. So what I want to teach people is that, yes, meditative breath sessions are extremely powerful for healing but it's also the integrative breath sessions so an integrative breath session is a shorter session and I've put some breath techniques together so and I've been working on them myself so in between driving from work home and I know I've got to get my son to his sport activities and you know most adults, by sort of three, four o'clock, we hit that slump. Mm. And for myself, I kind of get that sort of uh, knot in my solar plexus area when I'm tired. Where so, do you go? So if you're not in your body, where do you go? Into your solar plexus, where do you go, do you think? I'm not present mm. because I'm thinking okay, I've got to be at the school by this time. I've got to pick him up. I've got to get him home. I've got to get him under, like, yeah, that's where I go. And so I'm like, hold up, no. And I come back to my breath. It's like I've got time. I'm in the car. It's going to take me 20 minutes to get there. Let's do some breath work. Hmm. But it's a breath work pattern that, you don't have to get into that meditative state. And you can do it on an active level, like more of a conscious level. Yeah. So there are different types of, like you've talked about, there are the meditative state and then there's the integrative state or practice. Um, And so there are, yeah, different ways that you can use the techniques of breath work to support you where you're at at the time. Absolutely. And people don't even need to know that you're even doing a breath pattern. Yeah. Yes. So I, and I, as I said, I've been trialing them out. So while I've been at work in front of my computer, I'll sit there and do a breath pattern and no one is none the wiser because some of the breath patterns, uh, people will just go, what are they doing? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And, but I also want to normalize that. It's just like, oh, she's just doing a breathing technique. Cool. Mm. That's yeah. I was like, and that can make people a bit consciously aware and go, hey, that's not silly. I should look at doing that for myself as well. Yeah. Just like stretching. Oh, she's getting up to, you know, stretch because she's been sitting at a computer all day kind of thing. 
Well, yeah. that's it. We're told that we've got to get up every 30 minutes yes. and walk around. There's nothing wrong with doing um, a breath pattern either to yeah. help you. It just, as I said, it is able to calm the system down. And you can even do it in a short two to five minutes. Mm. It's always available to you. I do it while I'm cooking. I do it while I'm cleaning the house. I do so whenever I feel that I'm I'm coming to a, a place of I'm starting to get activated, yep. you know, the stress, I'm like, oh, let's come back to self. Let's come home. Let's work through this. I'm okay. I'm safe. Yeah. And these are the intentions that I give people as well. Yeah. And you mentioned earlier around productivity and relationships, I relationship with your son, but that could be co-workers or colleagues, whatever that is. So when often when we're in a state of stress, our brains will tell us, no, 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 we don't have time for that. We cannot stop and do that. But what you're saying is that you will actually potentially have more time and you will still achieve what you want to achieve, even with integrating the breathwork. Absolutely. Mm. And We've been taught as a society that we've always got to be, when we're at work, we've just got to be productive. Go, 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 go. That's in complete, that's not in alignment with us, Mm. not with our soul. We're just like we can't be on the go anymore. That's why people feel so out of attunement. Yeah. Because just like something's not right. No, it, you're you're right. It's not right. Yeah, yeah. Our bodies weren't designed to be like let's go eight hours full on. And yeah, maybe we have a lunch break, and now we have you know not now, but we've been having morning tea and afternoon tea breaks. But maybe that's not how your body operates. No. And so tracking what works for you, and then implementing and being brave to implement that will absolutely far like the benefits will far outweigh the you know in inverted commas you know the costs effectively like you will be far more productive you'll be way more relaxed you'll have better relationships at work you'll be able to look at where you want to go instead of reacting to everything that kind of comes in the door you're not putting out fires all the time or worrying and stressing about how do I find life work-life balance because mm. that thing doesn't really exist <laughs> like and it, it, it's very interesting that you say that. And I remember I um, I heard that recently where, you know, this work-life balance and this woman had said, it's like if I'm doing my work and being productive there, I'm missing out on my child's first swimming lesson. If I'm spending time with my child, then I'm missing out on an opportunity in my business somewhere. So it's not perfect no. at all. And it's just like it's trying to manage what we have to the best of our ability. And the beautiful thing about this is that it allows you to become present and to be more settled in your body and out of you be, um, allow yourself to unhook the structured mind, coming more into your soft mind and connect it into your body. Mm. And what we find is that when we need to answer someone, 
none of us really pause and take a second to kind of take in what they've said, give ourselves time to answer. It's like we've got to answer now. Mm-hmm. So this is the beautiful thing about breastwork is it allows you to soften, it allows you to connect, and it does change the relationship, as I said, with yourself first, but then every, it's a snowball effect yeah. around you. So with my son, with my parents, with my siblings, friends, it just and it's been lovely because even my parents have said who you were four years ago <laughs> is not the same person who you are today. It's like we're able to have conversations with you without the emotion attached. There's no emotional charge. Yeah. And that's been something that's been very important to me because from a young age I never knew how to express my emotions. I didn't know how to talk essentially. Um And I think most of us just didn't have that relationship with our parents Mm. as well. Mm. And so things that I, you know, was brought up with, I'm like, no, that's not what I want to to show to my son because it didn't benefit me. You know, not saying that my parents did wrong by us at all. It's just that they could only meet us to the level that they could meet themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And around what they had learned and what had come yeah. generations before. So it gave us, it gives us this opportunity to go, how about we do different, do things differently? And what could that look like? And what are the opportunities here? So That's thanks right. for that foundation because you've given us great foundations. And now we go, oh, I'm going to tweak this a bit. Let's try that out. Let's experiment. Yeah. Yeah. And what's really beautiful is what I have learned and I go back to my parents and it's like, yes, I know that you did that for us, but here this is what we're doing. And they're like, oh, I see, I see why. Yeah. So it's nice and it's it's not attacking them. Right. It's not shaming. It's not anything because that's what they learned as well. <laughs> And our kids are going to learn that, like, because we've given them these foundations around tapping into the emotions, looking at our thoughts, what's coming up, all of that sort of stuff, they will then take that to the next level as well and we'll get to learn through them as they teach their children, which is so exciting. Exactly. I'm sure there's going to be things I do. My son's just like, oh, hell no, am I bringing that? Yeah. We have that at the moment, I'm sure. I thought I was doing really well. (laughs) And that's okay. Mm. You, you know, that's totally okay. So um, I think that's just the the magic behind it all. Yeah, yeah. And doing the breath work, taking, well, you know, first point is saying yes to taking the time out for yourself and go, okay, I can create this space, whether it's through learning with you to get the tools and then being able to implement in your daily life or having regular sessions with you, like just saying, hey, I'm I'm worthy of this. It's I'm a, I'm allowed to and I deserve this and I'm allowed to have it and we don't have to push through everything that goes on. And when we come back to that work life balance, 
thing, like you said, it, they're not separate containers. It's not like work is over here and life is over here. It's how do I mesh that together? And when we take that time for ourselves, when we do the breath work, you actually get that opportunity to go, what do I want to create here? Mm. You have time to do that. And exactly. And that's the thing a lot of people will say to themselves because they're trying to convince themselves, I don't have time for this. Yeah. Yes, you do. If you've got time to scroll through Instagram and Facebook mindlessly for hours and TikTok, right, you've got time to work and heal yourself. Mm. You have the time. Mm. Because I know for a lot of people that's downtime for them. Just I've been guilty of it, absolutely. Uh, I still do it and I've just got into reels and I'm like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Mm. What's Mm -hmm. the next Shits Creek one I want (laughs) to listen to? (laughs) They're great. They're so great. But the thing is, is that it becomes people's crutch. Correct. Yeah, I can't afford it and I don't have enough time. They're the top two, I reckon. Yes. Yeah. And you're like, actually, you can. You're choosing not to and that's okay. Yeah. Just have a look at what choices you are making. Are they aligned to you? And if it's all aligned, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, and the same with the time. Correct. But Mm. how I see it, it's like if you're doing the same thing, expecting a different outcome, Nothing changes if nothing changes. 100%. Yes. And I've been there myself. I've been there and the first thing I've done in the morning is grabbed my phone and, you know, scrolled through everything, what messages have I had, this, that, the other. Now when my alarm goes off, I'm like, right, I put on my music and I do 10 minutes of breath work. Mm. And the difference between the two is huge because I come out of my bedroom instead of irritated because of all the nonsense that I've just seen on social media or whatever the case may be, I'm irritated. I'm already running in structured mind, Mm. whereas after I do my breath work, I'm connected. I'm present, I'm calm and when you are calm, everything else around you falls into place. (laughs) Your children will become calmer. Your partner will notice the difference and they calm down in your presence Mm. so if you're ever around like it there's a person that you just like they make me feel calm you're like oh like being around this person this is nice and then when you're around a person who's go 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 you're just like you can feel it in your body (laughs) "Ah!" you can feel it and you're just like too much is too much. So that's why 
allowing this practice every every day and as I said it doesn't have to be an hour and a half every day you could do it at night when you're going to bed do a meditative session but throughout the day you're doing little pockets of it mm. you won't know yourself mm. and you talked earlier about healing like feeling is healing right mm. what are some of the things that people could expect to heal through doing breath work So with how I was trained, I, I, I was trained as a trauma-informed breathwork practitioner. Mm. So what does that mean to start with? Because I found that really, I went, oh, we're talking trauma today. I'm excited. Let's go. <laughs> so there's all different types of trauma that people have experienced, whether it's um, PDS, PTSD, <laughs> like trying to remember the acronyms, um, but also, you know, sexual abuse, mm. physical abuse. But just there's certain things that can happen within our lives that can create trauma in our body. And what people don't realise is trauma stays trapped in our body and it can present itself as physical pain. Mm. And so people will go see a physio or a chiropractor and it's like this pain will not go away. So with breath work, what it allows us to do when we go into a meditative state is it allows us, as I said, to remove ourselves from our structured mind and drop into our body. And for a lot of people, and that was myself included, my body wasn't safe. It wasn't a safe place. So even with working on connecting to the body is huge for a lot of people. And as I said, I cried, I screamed, I was kicking and punching on the mattress, releasing this emotion coming through. Mm. So it can, and I always invite my clients to go where they can. I will never push them yeah. through something. And that's why I always say to you, it's like it's an invitation. I invite you to do this particular breathwork pattern. I invite you to connect with the emotion that's coming up for you. If it's too much, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Meet it where you can and that is enough for you. That's okay because it's not doing one breathwork session and you're done, you're healed. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely no. thinking. Yes, that's right. Yeah. You know, that's like, like life. My, it's right. like going, yeah, going to a gym and going, oh, why am I buff now? Yeah, because you went once. Yeah, <laughs> I ate a salad. How come yes. I can't fit into these skinny jeans? Like, come on, <laughs> it's all practice. And the more we keep facing, <sighs> do I really want to say demons? Um, it's it's working through our trauma. So, as I said, we have been taught not to feel 
and, you know, with past experiences that I've gone through, um, I, and it can come in different forms. We can numb ourselves, mm. right? We just switch off. It's like, no. But, it, yes, yeah, so there's, it, and you can feel pain within your body. We can numb ourselves out. Um, and there can be different types of addiction as well. So if it's food, alcohol, drugs, um, even fitness, you know, mm. there's a lot of people that will just literally throw themselves into the gym. Um, and it's like, if I do this, I don't have to think about it. I don't have to feel. I don't have to feel. So that's ways of numbing ourselves. Whereas when we do this practice, it opens up, it allows you to open up to the emotions that are there. Now, any emotion can come through for you. It can be grief, sadness, worry, um, uh, happiness, joy, love. Any of these can come through. You may experience a, a rainbow of, an emo- of emotions in, in that process, and that's okay. Mm. I have. I've had a session where I've been bawling my eyes out, laughing, screaming, and you just you come out of it and you're like, wow. You know? <laughs> like a roller coaster ride. It was. <laughs> so it was. It really was. But you know, and what was so beautiful was that my facilitator held that space for me. She was mm. like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it can, as I said, it can come through in emotions, it can come through sound, and I allow my clients, whatever needs to come out, let it come out. Do, you don't have to perform or go, no, I ha- can't make sound or I can't move my body, or anything like that. So it's like whatever you're feeling that needs to come through, allow it. Yeah, yeah. And there's there's also that, like, level, because some people might be scared by that, right? Some people like me who go, okay, let's dive in, let's just see what happens, it's all good. Um, but others might be quite scared. And I think the body still can block that those emotions Correct. coming through even in a breathwork session. Mm. So it's not like you're going to go in for your first session and just be completely exposed to everything. The body will still kind of will still protect you and the brain will still protect you and go, okay, we're just going to show you this little bit today. Or maybe yeah. we don't, we, you just enjoy it. Maybe we yeah. don't show you anything and you're just going to enjoy this experience and understand that it's okay for you to have this time for yourself. Yes. Yeah. And resistance is going to show up. Hundred percent came up for me as well. Like, yes. oh, how long are we doing this breathing pattern for? Yes. Like, am I counting? What am I doing? <laughs> and that's the thing. It's just like, and and it's exactly right. It's because also, it's a it's a different type of breath pattern. So your mind is going, hold up, we don't normally breathe like this. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you doing? Our brain is designed to keep us safe. Yes. So it's going to throw every aspect of resistance yes. at you. You're like, stop, stop. That's what your brain's going to do. You need to stop. Yeah. And in some of my practices, I teach you to hold your breath. It's either an inhale in and you hold your breath 
or you completely exhale and hold your breath. And when I did that for the first time, my brain was like, um, we're going to die. You need to breathe. Yeah. What are you doing? And I had to work on coming out of structured mind and dropping into the body. And as soon as I really started connecting with my body, I was able to hold my breath for longer periods of time. Mm. And even holding your breath has just so much juiciness to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's so juicy. It's so juicy. And I'm just thinking about some of my stories. One was like, oh, have I got the breath pattern right? Like, is it right? Am I... Have I I nailed it? Have I ticked the box? Is she going to be proud of me? All of those sorts of things. It's true. I know. It's so true. And then holding the breath, I remember kind of getting to the second one and going, I have to hold it longer than I did the first. Like, you know, like I have to improve, like my brain's going, you have to get better at this. I'm like, do I need to get better at this or can I just let it be what it needs to be? And then by the third one, I know in those, I think it was three that we used to do in those, those sessions, um, the third one, I was just like, oh, just let it go. We'll just yes. do this. It'll be fine. We'll figure it out. And that and that takes practice. It takes practice to let go. Mm. So I never, and that's why I say to everyone, just don't have any expectations, especially for yourself. Yeah. Be kind to yourself. Be gentle. Just allow whatever needs to come through through. If it gets too much, it's okay. And this is what I say throughout the the session as well, is that at any point, if the breathwork pattern is becoming too much, drop back to your natural breath. Mm. If it's too much, just drop back to your natural breath. Mm. Connect, start to ground yourself. If you feel you need to hold your body, you know, sort of put your feet like lying down and sort of bend your knees so your feet are touching the floor, whatever it is, to ground yourself because if you feel it's just uh, it's becoming too much it's okay i yeah. do n- i will never push anyone beyond the capacity that they they can be in yeah i just won't do that no i know i don't think that's in service of anybody because they're just no, they're not ready right. and maybe they they don't need to you know like they're, they're happy in their life and all this, some of this stuff that may come up, they're just like, nah, that's not not for me right now. Yeah, and mm. it's perfect. Yeah. It's so perfect. And that's what I love telling everyone. There's no right or wrong. Yeah. There's no, no like right that. or wrong. You know, don't worry about getting the breath pattern perfect. Yeah. Do you know how many times I've fallen asleep? <laughs> I'm just like doing the breath pattern and I'm like, I wake up, I don't know how long after, and I'm like, oh, my music stopped. Oh, I fell asleep. <laughs> and it's perfect because I've actually had clients fall asleep and then afterwards, you know, when I'm trying to sort of bring them back to the room, it takes a while or there's been times where I'm like, the loves, they've fallen asleep. I'll log off, I'll message them, and they're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, don't be because that was perfect. That's exactly what you needed. Mm. It's exactly what you needed. Yeah. So there's no right or wrong. Yeah, yeah. 
it happened in one of our sessions and I was like, I'm in the room and I'm like, then I'm not in the room. And then I hear the, you know, recording stopped. I'm like, oh, shit, we've finished. <laughs> Sorry. No, and there's like, there's no apologising. No. Because there's, there, you haven't done anything wrong and everything is perfect. Mm. What was meant what was meant to come up for you and the outcome is perfect. Yeah, yeah. So talk to us quickly. I'm conscious of time for you. Um, just talk because we could talk about this for hours. What yes. happens to the people on the other side? What are some of the things that you've noticed when they've done a breathwork session or a series of sessions? You talked about being more present, like the benefits that you've seen mm. in your own life, being able to be in the room and actively be in the room. What are some of the other benefits that people can experience on the other side of breathwork? Okay, so especially after you've done a meditative session, I I tell my clients, I I invite them to um, to journal. Things may come up for them straight away, and things may come up for them days later. So I always say be very, very, very gentle with yourself. You may find that you might be emotional over the next few days. And for me, especially when I first started really diving into it, um, I I was out of sorts for a day or two. Mm. And I was like, wow, okay. And I felt a little, yeah, not off. It's not the right word. It's just like I was just, I was feeling fragile. Mm. It was just fragile. And so I really learned to just be okay with that. Yeah. And that's what I, I teach my clients and just like be okay with whatever comes up for you. And if they've got, you know, if they've got partners or children and just explaining to them as well, it's like I'm just very sensitive, I'm just feeling a bit fragile, you know, at, be open with what you're, what you're experiencing um, for you. So but you will find that from what I've heard from clients, you know, what they've experienced is they've had some real aha moments. They've had clarity in certain areas of their personal life, but they've also had clarity, and this is what's amazing, and they've had these um, business opportunities pop up. You know, they're like, oh, my God, the the, the name of my book has just popped yeah. up in my head. Um, I'm going to, you know, do this, and this is what's come up for me or and so it, it's not always um, sort of sadness or, uh, you know, deep emotion. It can be so much joy. And you can also sense, yeah, yeah, feel this euphoric feeling. Mm. As, as we say in the breathwork community, you literally get high off your own supply. <laughs> so true. And you actually talk about being... Um aroused like that could be a yes. thing that happens yes. to you through a breathwork session as well correct yes so uh, any sexual um response can come through and that's okay mm. it's all 
safe. It's all, you know, welcomed and that's all right. You know, so every emotion and this is this is why I love it so much because every emotion is welcome. Yeah. Every single one of them. And um and yeah, it's like really encouraging people to feel safe within themselves to allow any emotion to come forward. Yeah. And be at peace with it. Yeah, emotion is emotions are just information. Correct. We do not have to do anything with them. And so people, we kind of think that we can't control our emotions, but we can actually watch them. Like I've physically stood in a conversation with somebody, and this has happened multiple times, where anxiety has arisen and I can feel it coming up through my feet first and into my legs. It's like electricity. And then I'm like, okay, just breathe and calm yourself and just stay present with what's happening. Something's happening that you're not comfortable with and that's okay. I don't have to do anything with that, but I can just watch it. Yes. Yeah, that's the beauty of all, like, breath work in particular. It gives you that safe container to experience that and realise that you do not have to do anything with it. No, that's right. We've, because we've been taught that we've got to be reactive. Yeah. Straight away. And you're like, no, Mm. we don't have to. And we can be triggered. Mm. And, again, it's noticing, and this is how we how we do life, how we breathe is how we do life. Yeah. So if we're shallow breathing, everything's going to be rather erratic. Yeah. If we're deep breathing and relaxed, everything around us will work in a smoother context. Yeah. Be more intentional. Yes. Yeah. Because you're present. Yeah. And that's what's just such a profound sensation. It really is. Yeah. And and um to know what it feels like after you do a breath session and to walk out and go out there and just go, I feel so damn good. <laughs> And people, you could have someone throw something at you, you know, sort of hurl abuse and you're like, yeah, yeah, keep going. Yeah, that's your shit. Knowing that you, you've you got that control. Yeah. Well, it's, is, it's more than control, isn't it? It's that whole I know who I am in this moment. Yeah. I know who I am. And it's not about controlling a situation per se, but it's it's that whole, okay, you can have your tantrum, you yell at me, your abuse, whatever, and I go, oh, that's really interesting. Anyway, I'm going to go over here. Yeah, and if you're non-reactive, they're just like, hold up, I didn't get the reaction that I wanted mm. as well. Yeah. And this is this is one of the most beautiful things with breath work is it just, it as I said, it connects you to your body, but it also connects you with your intuition, your inner knowing. Yeah. You have the answers. You have the ability to heal yourself. Yeah, and we're not taught that. I mean, there's more of that information coming through, but generally we're not taught that. We have to go outside of ourselves to find all of that. That's exactly right. We've got to outsource. Yeah. 
And it couldn't be further from the truth Mm. because we've been told don't trust your body, don't listen to your intuition, don't feel your emotions. No, 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 that's all wrong. You have to listen to us. We know what's best for you. No, they don't. Mm. Only you know what's best for you. Yeah. You will know in your body if something is not right with either yourself, people around you, a situation, whatever the case may be. You have that beacon of light inside you and it's just been dimmed down. What I'm doing is switching that back on. (laughs) Which is super exciting. It is. (laughs) All right, well, let's finish up there because, like I said, we could keep talking for hours and I'll move into the wrap-up questions. But is there anything else that you wanted to add that we haven't sort of covered? Not that I can think of. I'm sure there'll be something later. I'll go, oh, but, yeah. (laughs) Oh, we can do it again. We can podcast again. (laughs) So I love to ask what everybody's up to in the space of self-love. So I'm a massive believer in self-love. We've talked about it here, you know, cultivating that space for yourself and taking the time to be a better version or to be a more improved version of yourself. I think we necessarily have to be better. But what's something that you do for self-love? Well, Being a solo parent, it's very difficult for me to get time alone. And so I pencil in time and I date myself. That's cool. Yeah. So I spend quality time with me. So if, you know, instead of me thinking, oh, if I I was with someone, I'd really like to go check out this restaurant or go do this activity or go see this. I'm just like, I'm just going to do that for myself. Mm. So, you know, I take myself out to dinner. I'll take myself to the movies. I will go and do activities that light me up and fill up my cup instead of going, oh, I have to do it with friends or I've got to do it with a partner. And just like, no. And it's one of the most beautiful things is to, and it's not even just for single single people. Nice. It's just if you even do things that light you up. Yeah. That you want to do. If your partner isn't interested in going to an art gallery and you want to go, take yourself. Yeah, that's cool. So what have you got coming up? Have you got any dates booked in? Uh, Yes, there's um, a beautiful Japanese restaurant here in Canberra that I haven't been to yet. So I've booked myself in table for one. Excellent. That's awesome. And I'll be doing that. Yes. So very excited. Beautiful. And just finally, um, you've shared so much amazing information today. So if myself and the listeners were to take one thing out of today and implement it into our own lives in service of you, what would that be? Just be kind to yourself. Mm. Give yourself a moment and I do this in front of my son from time to time if, 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 some, if a situation is just getting a little bit much, put one, one hand on your heart 
one hand on your solar plex, plexus and just take in a deep breath. Just, mm. just a deep breath. My puppy dog did that at the same time as you did. Oh, bless. <laughs> bless. But That's it's these, yeah, it is. It's these simple gifts that we can give to ourselves. We don't have to, yeah. like, we don't have to go and have a massage or have our nails done or hair done or all the things. Just take one breath and it just can calm down our whole body. That's right. And, yeah, self-care comes in so many different forms. And as you were saying, it doesn't have to be getting your hair done, getting your nails done, having your massage. It can be as simple as I say to my son, I just need 10 minutes. Yeah. And he's like, okay, mum. And I'll make my way into my room. I'll do a breathwork session. I'll journal, you know, just whatever I need at the time, that's what I do. And so allowing that and having that conversation with your family, just saying, it's not saying time out. It's just like, I just need some time. Yeah. For me. Yeah. It's a beautiful yeah. gift. Yeah. Awesome. Well, where can everybody find you if they want to tap into breath work and, and work with you? Where is the best places to find you? Okay. So I've just only set up my new Instagram page. So it's um, infinite underscore breathwork. And there's nothing on it at the moment, but people can DM me via there. Um, Also, uh, it's a private account, but it's um, Tesha Rooney. So Mm T-E-S-H-A-R-O-N-I. And you can DM me that way as well. Is that on Instagram as well? Instagram as well, yeah. yeah. Cool. So cool. I have two, but as I said, that one's just a private account. Easy done. Well, I'll pop it in the show notes so people can just go straight across there so you can click on it and don't have to, don't have to think. That's so right. That's good. Exactly. Yes. yes. Well, thank you so much for today. This has been amazing. And thank you for doing the work that you're doing in the world. You're really impacting people on a larger scale and you've impacted my life as well. So just a big thank you from me. And, yeah, I wish you all the best. And maybe when everything's up and running, um, like fully running and all that stuff, and I know you've got a program coming and all the mm. things, you might want to come back and just share with everybody what you're up to. Absolutely. You know, it's been an absolute honour to um, to be here. Thank you for the invitation. I just feel truly honoured and blessed that I can um, share this. Yeah. Thank you, Tesh. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today and I have a couple of small favours to ask. If you love this episode, please share it with someone you love and you know the episode will resonate with. Also, to help spread the word about my podcast, please head over to iTunes and leave me a review. I love hearing your thoughts about my podcast and what's resonating with you. Plus, it helps us share my podcast with the rest of the world, which is amazing. Finally, thank you so much for being here. I'm super grateful for you and I'm truly honoured you've spent your time with me. Let's keep rising. Let's keep growing because it's totally possible to live a life you love every day right where you are. See you in the next episode.